there. <laughs> Feeling the mic package, but you are listening to the Sour Mash podcast. It's been a while, guys. Sorry, that was my old uh, that was my old southern draw to, to just talk about the dog days of summer. Oh. It's the dog days. It's been hot. It's well, been real hot. The dog days have truly, well, maybe not fully passed, but man, we had some dog days recently. It's gonna get hot again. You know that. That's uh, what. Well, what, it is July. Always. But that's <laughs> so. why we, we. That's why we were gone for so long. We we physically couldn't record. We couldn't. Our words were just too hot, <laughs> melting the microphone. Man. So uh, just for you guys, if you if you've forgotten who we are, it's been a month. The, it's been a month. It's wild. Yeah. Since but we've no, done anything at all. Since we've done. <laughs> but we're the we're the Sour Mash Tours team. I'm Dylan. Danielle. And I am Andy. And we're so glad to be back. Yes, we back. are. It is. It's like we never left. We're just hanging out around this Yeti Blue Snowball microphone. And not sponsored. Well, they could be. Maybe it's one not, day. though. I'm yeah. just letting you guys know. It's not sponsored. <laughs> if you, if you, Hashtag non-spawn. If you buy a Blue Snowball microphone, tell them that Sour Mash Tour sent you. You will, hey, get, you will receive nothing. No, but if we can move enough units, maybe they'll reach out to us. And become a sponsor. Yeah, I, I, I'm not seeing a ton of people going out to buy the snowball, but uh, I read an article maybe. the other day that said that like more and more people are trying to become podcast famous. So yeah. you don't know. You, needed, you needed an article to tell you that. I don't know, but it was like a, it was in the New York Times, so it was credible. <laughs> it's not just some blogger. Right. It was the New York Times. I still like to be a learned person. And he's so rude. He just he just thinks that it's everything's just all matter of fact. Right? <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, you know, low barrier of entry. All you have to do is talk into a microphone and boom. You're a podcast That's star. That's how it works. Like you, we're all podcast Suddenly stars, you've got obviously. dozens of fans. Dozens and dozens. Even though we might have lost some fans with our hiatus. Honestly, they might not even know we're still around. I hope not. I hope I, I, we are okay. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're okay. More than okay. I, I like to think that when this hits, there's going to be people out there that are like, yes. Thank back. God. There's just chaos. Yeah. They're back. They're like, ah, they're back. So what do we have to talk about? Nothing, right? Not uh, Well, really. we're done. <laughs> well, all right, signing off. No, I think first we should talk about what we're drinking today. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, we've got some of this beautiful um, kind of red, reddish brown colored liquid here from... Our friends at Peerless. Ooh, big time. Big time. It's Small the, batch. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey from Peerless Distilling Company. It's the inaugural run. It sure is. This Strictly is, sweet mash. We went down on a Saturday and saw a lot of pictures on social media of people standing in line like you often do when it comes to bourbon. We got there at about 11.30 and walked right in and bought a couple bottles of it. We did. No so, line, no waiting. A lot of people waited in line for this, but luckily they made enough that we just popped in. But yeah. Um, this is my first time gorgeous. having this, and I'm I'm enjoying it. What it's impressive. It is it? impressive. It's what, 109 proof, so yeah. it packs a little bit of a punch. Barrel strength for them. Yeah, which, which is cool. Or 54.9 proof. but 54.9%. Percent. Percent, yeah. 109, okay, proof, I see. There Percent alcohol. Pierce does a lot of cool things. One, they everything is local, and they, they've never sourced any product either. So whether it's their, their rye that they first released as a two-year, they've recently got some three-year floating around out there, or this bourbon, which I think is four years in a day or something like that, um, they use a sweet mash. Yep. Whew. So... Cleaning that stuff out every single run. I know this is the Sour Mash podcast, but a Sweet Mash whiskey is where they don't have any of the previous batch of uh, grain, of mash, 
in the new batch. They have to clean it out. That's right. And do it from scratch every time. That's cost prohibitive for a lot of large distilleries, but Peerless can do it. Um, I don't know if it really adds too much quality to it. I don't know what that does. I don't know. I mean, I do know, though, just from going on more traditional sour mash distillery tours, that it is a lot of work. And they do that every single time. So I applaud them for that. I mean, a lot of these distilleries aren't, I mean, once or twice a year, they're just closing down and cleaning their, their shit out. Yeah. And here, it's like every single every time. Every time, yeah. Um, Small, on a much smaller on scale. On a smaller scale, but still, I mean, I, th- I think that's like, uh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. The second thing that they do is they've got a very low barrel entry proof. Mm-hmm. So they put it in the barrel at 110 compared to most distilleries, maybe even one of five, now that I think about it. Well, they, go in, they go in low. Does Makers do the same? Makers thing? does Makers 110. Makers is pretty low, yeah. 110? 110. Yeah. Most do 125. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, that's the largest, the highest legal uh, alcohol content you can put a bourbon in the barrel at. And, you know, it makes sense for like Heaven Hill or Jim Beam. They're working on such volume, they want to get as much alcohol content in each barrel as yep. possible. Mm. But Peerless and some of the new distilleries, Michter's, I think... They go in at 103, which is the lowest in the industry. The thought is that you're putting more of what's going to be in the bottle in the barrel. The water that you added to prove it down a little bit more ahead of time does a better job of breaking up some of those desirable sugars in the wood than alcohol does. You come out and you bottle it at barrel proof, and instead of being like a stag junior at 127 or something like that, you get a, a nice 109.8, a little bit more approachable even at barrel strength. Absolutely. But a lot of times, uh, that also comes with a good old hefty price tag, too. Sure. So, is... if you really like it, that's going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm sure you enjoy this. It's going to be, what, 125 125 Yeah. That was 80 80 not bad. Yeah, which is actually a price point that was lower than I thought it was going to be. Because everything else, their rise always been, Yeah, their rise, triple digits, at least. Yeah. I think it's come down recently, and like their single barrels of rye that they've got at the distillery, they run about 125 mm-hmm. But no, the bourbon came in at a pretty good price point, which I'm, you know, thankful for. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So actually, cool story. Some family friends of mine actually... Got the uh, last bottle of this at Peerless. Did they? Oh, really? Day. Yeah. That's Interesting. Friends Lori and Malcolm. I didn't know that they sold it out. I, I'm pretty sure that they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. And, um, they said it was going to go to stores, and I haven't seen it on any shelves yet. So yeah. maybe it sold out quickly in stores mm-hmm. as well. I'd say people were camping out, ready, waiting for it. But no, it's. A, I think it's a really great first product to put out. So I mean, their rise always been pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So you know, they're doing it right there. And, you know, I think that the you know, sky's the limit for them. Do you guys get any, any distinctive flavors on this? I get something that I tasted it last time, and I get it again this time a couple mm-hmm. of months later. Um, I just get, like, I get a ton of, like, the oak yeah. finish on this. So, like, a ton of that woodiness. Um, it's kind of spicy to me. I, I, I get, get the spice on the finish. Mm-hmm. On the front, though, I get, like, creamy peanut butter. Ah. Uh, see... I haven't had peanut butter since I was 16 years mm. old, so... You've forgotten. I wouldn't know what the well, devil's, good, what the a, devil's butter tastes like A good like substitute oh, going God, forward could so be much. peerless bourbon. You could have a, a you peerless go. bourbon and jelly sandwich. Oh, that's a good way to Yum. end up in AA. Yummers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, what's, I don't... What's on your sandwich? You should put a little peerless on it, and you just eat it for lunch. It's good. It's good for you. Soak it into the bread. Yum. Um, you now I get some cinnamon, um, mm-hmm. a little spice. I get the spice for sure. The cinnamon spice on the end. 
Yeah. But yeah, you're super right about this being like a like a reddish color. Yeah. Like there's a red there's a red outline on the bottle, which I might kind of like accentuate it. Sure, yeah. But like I for sure get that like hue that like I only get with um, Weller Antique too. Yeah. So Weller mm-hmm. has that, and actually pretty similar proof points um, between yeah. like the 107. And I that, feel so. like also those Angels Envy gets that gives me that. Maybe some of the pork finish in the Angels Envy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But man, what's just like a sexy bottle peerless? Yeah. Sticks out. Like, it's fantastic. It's got that big heavy Beautiful. glass bottle on it. And then if you read it. the bottom, it actually tells you like. Um, Tour Peerless Distillery, 120 North 10th Street. That's the way to do Louisville, it. Kentucky. They've got their logo on the bottom, like in the glass. It's got this big, heavy, like it's, gold it's cork on heavy, the top. It's very heavy, and they've got their DSP 50 mm-hmm. on the um, on the the cork, so or on the top. So they're proud of that they're DSP. They're proud of that 50, and they oh, should yeah. be. They should be. Um, so yeah, this, this is this is a good bourbon for yeah, sure. Definitely is. I'm looking forward to all the stuff that they're coming out with. I yeah. think they're they're doing doing some right good things. Between yeah. Peerless and Wilderness Trail and New Riff, I think are the three kind of upstart distilleries that have just gotten their new distillate onto the market mm-hmm. that have a lot of promise. Yeah, going I think New there's Riff's, probably others too. I think New Riff's knocking it out of the park right now. Yeah. Though. I mean, their stuff's just good. And they're doing some of the same stuff as Peerless with the low entry proof and, and things like that. Uh, both of those. Yeah. The Wilderness Trail is as well. I keep wanting to say Wilderness Trace. Wilderness Trace. No, that would be... It used to be called Wilderness, Wilderness Trace. Trace. Did you know that? Oh, no. I didn't know that. Yeah. I heard from somebody who's associated with some of the owners that they were Wilderness Trace. Nobody cared until they actually start, came Started close to putting some something stuff. into the market. And uh, somebody cared at that point. You can guess who, who it was. That. Wilderness Trail instead yeah. of Wilderness Trace. They thought about changing it first to Buffalo Trace. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Buffalo, Buffalo Trail. Trail. Yeah. I was like, what? I think that C and D might have been the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the same. Um, speaking of C and D, I've never heard somebody so casually talk about a C's. How many have you gotten in the past where you're you've shortened it? So many that I don't even care to say the name. C&D. You just never even know. Just yeah, no, throw it's like R&D. Just... Like, yeah, just what you got in the casually. mail here? It's no C&D. I ain't worried about it. Nah, who knows who it's from. I ain't worried about it. So speaking of Peerless, I wanted to shout out really quickly that um, we chatted with Steve Akeley and crew from uh, the ABV Network for the Bourbon Daily Podcast Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, and it actually just came out yesterday. Um, so check us out on the Bourbon Daily um, the ABV Network, Bourbon Daily. That's right. It's the ABV Network, their podcast, the Bourbon Daily. Um, and we are sipping on uh, the same thing mm-hmm. uh, today that we sipped on with them. And they're they're really great and really just essentially are learning a little bit about what we do and a little bit about us. But, but we had a blast with those guys, so I just wanted to shout them out. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, we appreciate um, you. Yeah, that was, was fun. Awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, so that's out. Check it out. You can just, you know, after this one, just listen to our voices even longer. <laughs> yeah. You know you love that, us. Yeah, you know can't you get enough it. of us. So, guys, um, you seen any good shows lately? What kind of shows? Yeah, we did. Oh, uh, we you saw. Been, you've been to. Well, we, I think we already talked about Vampire Weekend, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we, we talked about Vampire Weekend. We? Yeah, 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 we talked we, about Vampire Weekend. We saw Saturday. Vampire Weekend, and then we we did go to Forecastle okay. um, last Saturday weekend. Only. Saturday it only. Saturday only. Hot. Yeah. It was hot. Our friend passed out standing up. That is <laughs> twice in a row. Yes. <laughs> um, but a lot of dehydration was occurring at Forecastle. Not just our friend, but a lot of different people. But we had a blast. Um, and we saw a few shows. First, Nelly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine. No, it wasn't. And then... <laughs> it was we, not a good concert. It was not great. It was just... They, they played... Nelly played, I would say, 80% of the songs that I would recognize by Nelly... 
short snippets of them within the first seven minutes of the show. And then I think that everybody on stage realized, oh my God, we still have 58 minutes to fill of this thing. It was only 45 minutes long. We still have 38 <laughs> minutes to fill of this thing. We've played all the hits. And they spent a good 10 minutes after that, like getting the crowd hype or trying to, talking about who's been with us since the beginning, give me a hell yeah or whatever. I don't think they said that. That's Stone, Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve Austin. Austin. Yeah, uh, give me a hell yeah. And, Andy's obviously not a hype man. <laughs> That's a, give me a hell yeah, guys. Okay, yeah, let's do this, Four Castle. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not what happened. But it was similar to that. And then they played other people's music for a good seven minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like shouting over top of that. And then got into some deep cuts that nobody had ever heard before. At least I hadn't. Tim McGraw show up? Tim oh, McGraw was not. We, that's. I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. Had that Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. I'm just saying the Tim McGraw song that would have set it off. If anybody over associated with Nelly is listening to this, I'm sorry, but I did not enjoy your concert. <laughs> well, I also I'll, I will also add that it was at the hottest part of the one of the hottest days, um, like 5:30 or something. Um, and also in between, we were dealing with our friend passing out and, and that whole thing. So. So, but we also saw, saw Maggie Rogers about half of her set um, because, again, we were at the EMT tent. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Maggie Rogers was excellent. She was amazing. That was also a super hot part of the day. When the sun went down, it was awesome. And Anderson Pack was incredible. That was awesome. That was an awesome show. We had an amazing time. So, those, yeah, that, that's, that's our latest shows. But, Dylan. Again, repping Forecastle. You, um, so, always, always a good thing to support the things that are going on here in town, but I recently just went and did a little little ba- a blast from the past throwback concert this past weekend, and uh, went and saw Sir Hootie and the Blowfish. Amazing at Riverbend in Cincinnati, which was my first time at Riverbend, so yeah. that was an interesting. Was it at the main stage or the the, the main stage? Yeah, it was the main nice stage with the and lawn was, and everything. Oh yeah, were you guys was, on the lawn? Yeah, we were on the lawn. Man. I saw Jimmy Buffett there once, right? Yeah, yeah, which is insane. So it's like twenty thousand people. It's yeah. it's crazy, and they sold out. Lawn is not boot friendly, oh, so um, so yeah. hobbling Dylan oh, on the boot. So yeah, yeah, walk walk watch 2019 is that I'm I'm walking upright, no crutches, nothing, but I'm uh, I'm still not without a boot. So I'm I'm trying to make it. So Riverbend literally has like the steps up. To get to the top of the lawn and go down, yep. or you go to the bottom of the lawn you and come up. up. Yep. And so the only other do? choice like, is the only other choice is to go up the slope, which I obviously can't do right now. So yeah, I was I was I was trekking back and forth to the to the wow. bathroom. Oh. But luckily for me, it was hot as hell too. Yeah. So you know those first couple of beers go down and it's no problem because you just sweat it out. There's no pee. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I, at Forecastle all day long. I. Filled my water bottle several times, had some PBRs, and I used the restroom one time. Mm-hmm. Once. Absolutely, yeah. You don't even have to worry about it. You don't have to worry. Sweating about it. it out. Yeah. But no, I went with went with Kate and um, our neighbors Sam and Julia, uh, and we had a we had a blast. Hootie is fantastic. Ah, but it was so great. It was it was awesome. He sounds exactly like he does on the voice of an angel. Voice, yeah, just fantastic. They played a, a bunch of voice. played a he bunch does, of covers, did all this kind of stuff. The only disappointing thing about it is that like. A good chunk of the crowd left after he played Wagon Wheel. Which is not a Hootie and the I'm Blowfish. I'm actually like, not a Hootie well, song. I'm really blown away by It's a by Darius that. Rucker song that he covered. But that it's, an, it's just a purely a cover. Yeah. But everyone treats it like he's the god of it. So people went to a Hootie and the Blowfish show to hear a song that Darius Rucker once covered, covered. famously. Yes. Okay. So As a when, country artist. When, yeah. did, <laughs> when did this play? Was it like... It was before the encore. Really? Yes. It was, it was a set closer? It was a set closer. 
Well, those wow. same people that left probably are too dumb to know that like people play encores at concerts. Maybe. So they thought the show was They're over. done. Get out. <laughs> yeah. They're time, finished. A lot of times now I find that the more concerts that we go to as time goes by, the encore is essentially like, all right, thanks, guys. See you later. They walk out and they walk right they back on. Like, they immediately come back like, on. Like, everybody knows you're going to do one. Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's just, like, a known fact that there's no encore. Remember when it used to be, it. Remember it used to be, like, 15 minutes? Yes. Yes. Yeah, some bands still do that. Some bands do that, yeah, but a lot, of, a lot of them, out. like, a lot of them will just come back. Anderson I'm actually, Pack yeah. show, I mean, he he, I, he kept acting like he was going to leave a thousand times, and he's like, oh, never mind, I'm back. And he's like, you know, like. I'm actually for thing. that because I get bored. I'm, I'm just you. like, all right, just just please do this. Like, this I'm, not gonna, this is like I'm not clapping for dance. ten minutes to right, fake word. act like my cheers will cause you to come out sooner. Yeah, you're like, it's twelve thirty. Let's come on back, play a couple more hits. Let's go. You know, the encore was probably originally just so like those artists could go back and just just do a rail of coke and just get back up on the on the horse. Originally, <laughs> <laughs> you don't think musical artists still are into drugs? No, they're all no, pure of heart and mind. Booty doesn't. No, absolutely That's for not. Sure. The yeah. best was when we saw uh, Father John Misty at the Palace. He left and then came back for the encore and did like basically a stand up comedy routine about how ridiculous the whole ritual of the encore is. <laughs> He was like, I was on the tour bus, getting ready to pull out, and I heard the crowd still inside <laughs> cheering for me. So I came back and decided to do a couple of unplanned songs here. When we saw Father John Misty, we actually didn't really know who he like hadn't. We'd heard his songs, but didn't really know him. We we went with our same friend who passed out of Forecastle. <laughs> who shall remain nameless? Who shall remain nameless? Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a big name. Yeah. A, yeah, you don't want a big name to get out. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big name. So uh, anyway, but we had never, we didn't really know much about him, and he won us over in that concert. Like, it's very odd to go, I think, to watch somebody play and like not really know them, but like really just like their his his routine at the end where he came back and kind of just like did a roast about the, the encore. Like, we like got what? it. And he, like, took question, yes. so he took a Q&A he took a from question. the audience. He's hilarious. And then he came to Forecastle, was it last year? Yeah. And uh, and I had some friends who didn't know him, and they, they saw him, and they're like, who is this man? Mm-hmm. We love this yeah. man. He is an Which is also like a certain je ne sais quoi about him. And Which I was kind like, of funny because like, he's originally like, he's a drummer, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, the drummers aren't, traditionally, other than like your Phil Collins, aren't really known Brandon as being that. like the front man. Right. Of a, well, he, plays good. he doesn't play drums in his right. solo. But I'm saying like, yeah. to be able to carry and do that, yeah. like he's not. Anderson yeah. Pack. Is a drummer. Yeah. He played in throughout the set. They had he a played, drum on an elevator that they, they he would go into, and he'd be playing, and they'd raise the elevator up to the second tier of the stage, and he'd still be playing and singing. He's unbelievable. Yeah, that's um, nuts. And that I, was awesome. Yeah, I need to go see him. Like, I really, you. really want to go see. Him. So Hootie, let me. He closed the set with Wagon Wheel. I think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. Do you remember like the opener and the the absolute closer? The absolute closer Don't was. Um, on a guess. Oh, guess. So I'm gonna guess they open with. Hold my hand. Okay. And the absolute closer was Only Want to Be With You. Absolutely on the closer. I can't remember, but I think Hold My Hand might have been the opener. I think you might have gotten it. Okay. Yeah. I'll check the set list. You need to check the set list. I can't remember. Anytime talk about Hootie, like his voice is in my head. Only mm-hmm. Want to Be With You. Only Want to Be With You. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I freaking love him. And actually, my dad was obsessed with Hootie and the Blowfish, which is hilarious. So growing up, like, it just reminds me of being out in, like, our little, like, above ground pool in the summer <laughs> listening to Hootie on the boombox 
Just nonstop. Just like a D battery boombox. Absolutely. Just out with a cassette. Literally plugged into the wall. Yes. With with a cassette and they're listening to Hootie. Next to the pool, which is not what you should be doing. Oh, it was (laughs) right. But, you know, we live in the country and we were just doing our thing, you know. Listen to Hootie. I love Hootie. I bet it was an amazing show. It was. How was Bare Naked Ladies? There's some opener, right? They were the opener, but there was some controversy. Yeah? There was controversy. So, of course, you know, we are in... Cincinnati, which is the the land of Skyline, um, and at one point the front man of of Bare Naked Ladies, who they were really good too, but they got better. They how started off. How long did they play? They played for probably an hour, close wow. to yeah, a pretty good amount of time. But um, he was really funny the entire time. But he started to go in on uh, Cincinnati Chili, and he basically said that they couldn't call it Chili; they had to call it Cincinnati Mystery Soup. And <laughs> that it wasn't chilly. And you've never seen a crowd go from like, I'm pumped that you guys are here to get the fuck off the stage as fast as after he said that. Like it was just a just booze raining down on him. And he did not back down the entire time. So I mean, Andy is a I as mean, a good resident. for him for, for standing his ground, I guess. But that's a pretty This is a lot of people's like you know, I, I say this as somebody who is not from that area, but but visits frequently. It's like a thing, like with a capital T, and it's like people associate it with like childhood and like you know whatever, and like feeling good and hungry. You know, is he talking about Geta too? Really bad about now, Geta? Now, he didn't say anything about you, Geta. If you disparage Geta, that's like a whole other thing. Now, so, listeners at home, I wish you could see the look on Andy's face right now when he asked about the Geta. He had his eyebrows down, like giving me this look, like if this son of a bitch said yeah. something about Geta. <laughs> Here's the thing with Cincinnati Chili, and this is how I always defend it, and I'm a staunch defender of it. Sky, like, Skyline is like comfort food to me. I mean, if Danielle's gone and doing her own thing for dinner because she's not a huge fan of it, there's like probably at least a 30 or 40% chance that I'm doing Skyline for my own dinner. Love it. It's Skyline Can't time. get enough of it. Together, good and hungry, Skyline time. Absolutely. It's not, for everybody out there, it's not meant to replace your mom's bowl of chili. We're not eating Skyline like this thick stew stuffed with cheese and crackers or beans and peppers and the chili that you eat in the fall for tailgate. Peppers? Whatever you put in your chili. Onions. People put all kinds of stuff in chili. Onions, yeah. We have that in Cincinnati too, everybody. We don't think in Cincinnati that Skyline is that kind of chili. It's its own thing. He called it... What do you call it? Uh, mystery soup. Mystery soup. That's not too far off. <laughs> but it's delicious mystery soup. And if mm. you if you say otherwise, we'll have words outside. We'll have words. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Andy looked Dylan straight in the eyes when he said that. Because he knows how I feel about this. Yeah. I was going to make a diarrhea joke, but I'm going to leave it. Be. Yeah, we're done. I will say this about Skyline, too. Skyline. I'm not finished. I'm not looking in the eyes. Anyway. Skyline, I'm I'm not from a place that ever had obviously Skyline or any type of, of chili like that, but I love the um like a like what do they call them the little um, cheese conies cheese conies is that what they're called mm-hmm. I don't know whether chili dog chili dog why well, do I want to call them pups Well, if if there's no hot dog in it it's called a chili pup Excuse me what? no hot dog Yeah if it's just hold like on. a chili sandwich Hold on oh. hold on <coughs> what Oh, yeah, no. my mom gets those sometimes. That's what I've, where I've heard your mom talk about pups. Yeah, she gets one with no hot dog. It's just like what? a. It's just the Skyline just chili. Just a soggy bun. What's well, not that? The, the bun holds up nicely. The bun I is really good. I don't believe you. Anyway, sorry I brought up pups. 
Anyway, look at the juices that are at the bottom of a. I mean, do you think that? Do you All think right, that I don't, no, we're not getting into no, this. Do you think that the, get, hot, the hot dog is protecting the bun that much? But it's less no, chili. It's, it's not. It doesn't get juicy. It's the same amount weird, of chili. But but it, it it is the same amount of chili. But it's fresh, so you usually just eat it right away. But I like it like a coney, like for sure. The bun is good. Like I'm into it. I have no problem with the chili. The three way. That's where people make a lot of mistakes eating three ways. Because mm-hmm. they mix it all up. You got to cut it like a steak in layers. Keep the keep the cheese. That is how he eats it. And the cheese layer intact. I don't top. mind a bite or two every now and then. I'm like, yeah, you know, let me try the spaghetti with whatever on it. But um, you know, I just don't prefer it. But I understand why people like it. It's what this the thing. I mean, look, you talk about chili where we're from. We eat a peanut butter sandwich with it, mm-hmm. and people were like, "What is wrong?" And we with put you? noodles in it. And we everybody put thinks in that's it. weird. Everybody's like, "What?" But truly, like dipping, and it's very specific for me. It's white bread, but just one slice, and I put the peanut butter on it, and I fold it up in the little half slices and I dip that in dip it. and I eat it and it's amazing yeah. and I get that that's weird and that's why and I eat a lot of weird stuff and that's why I'm not like not gonna like hate on Cincinnati yeah I mean shit. I grew up eating squirrel and stuff so I can't right. say much right. yeah, so what if the front man of Gin Blossoms came and started talking bad about peanut butter sandwiches with your chili I mean it, depending on the crowd yeah you'd have the exact same reaction if he <laughs> went back home and said that we'd be like boo you suck so there was legitimate like where people Friendly booing, like I, I kind of, so, I love Skyline, but I kind of get. I'm upset pretty sure people just. like, a friend, it, but, but what's the difference it between was a la- friendly boo and like a boo? It or was like boo. <laughs> that was I mean, a, that's the most beautiful boo like, I've boo. ever heard in my life. No, it was not sarcastic. <laughs> boo, and you like but, have both hands. Boo, and boo. That's the get out of here, boo. boo. No, it, it had some. It had some gusto yeah, to yeah. it. Like there was, some, people weren't feeling. There were definitely some people that were just like. Which is kind of funny because he's saying this literally on these video boards that are Skyline. like Skyline Chili sponsors. Right, right. Yeah. Did anybody I, leave? Yeah, nobody left because no, there's no point in doing that. We're all packed in pretty well. But you guys it was eating your, your chili dog. Just sitting there with a the chili dog in hand. People are just yeah. throwing chili on him. I mean, I, I, I can get down with a chili with a coney for sure, though. I can definitely get down with a coney. Anyway. It was, yeah. Anyway, so it was a great. Concert. It was a great concert. If you get a chance to go see Hootie and the Blowfish during this time, this 25, 25 years, twenty fifth reunion since Hannah Jane. Yeah, I guess so. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. Is is it a? It's like a pretty limited tour, right? Yeah, pretty small. Man, pretty but small. So many it's good. hits. You know so what I'm saying? Yeah, you, it's more than you think. Like, yeah, definitely. Absolutely, I mean, and they played some really great covers. They played a Tom Waits cover, like which I'm a big Tom Waits fan, so like just had a blast with that. They played, yeah. uh, they brought Bare Naked Ladies out and played um, a little help from my friends, Joe Cocker. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, it was it was a solid show. That's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. It was real solid. I'd love to see Hootie. So, yeah. so we've had some good. <laughs> that's what I was, like, that was my biggest thing. I was like, do you think like one of the Blowfish like called him up and was just like, hey man, listen, I know you're doing your thing now on the country scene, but like those residuals for only want to be with together, you are just man. not coming in the way they yeah. needed to. Like let's get let's just get the band back together. Do you think if you and he's just like he's like, which one are you again? Yeah, <laughs> which one of the Blowfish are you? Do you think if you ask them like what band are you in? He's like, oh, I'm in the Blowfish, and they're like, what? And he's like, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish. One of the Blowfish. Yeah, they'd be like, hey, what the fuck? That's one Who of those things because you become like. Like, the front man always becomes that person. Yeah. It's like, he never wanted to be Hootie. Like, he just thought that that was, like, the name of the band. It's Hootie and the Blowfish. You think they came up with that name where we're like, ah, this will never go anywhere. And then they, they blew had, up. They, and they had like, to. They're like, well, we're stuck Hootie with and the now, Blowfish. Yeah. And now it's just like, I mean. Now they restructured their contract and he was just like, I'm Hootie. <laughs> 
But yeah, I remember when they came out, there was a thing, like, people would call him Hootie, and he's like, yeah, actually, my name's Darius. <laughs> my name's Darius. I honestly yeah. wish that he would have come on the country scene as Hootie, because... <laughs> Literally, literally. Hootie Blowfish. No, just Hootie Rucker. Hootie Rucker. His debut album's just just Hootie. Hootie's like autographed on the front. It's just him autographed. But but truly, because like when his when he first came out, the one thing that my parents do on Saturday mornings after church is they turn it on whatever music channel and they watch the countdown. That's whatever. just the thing. That they don't turn it on whatever music. They turn it on CMT. Okay, but sometimes it's a. Uh, what is it? AMC American Music Classics, or or no? That's that's the oh, movie. Oh, it's channel. like the, the other country. There's the another country. one. Okay, yeah. so so Andy, you need to slow your roll, okay? Because there's. Another I've always one. seen it on CMT when I bring it. So anyway, they turn it on, and so when Hootie came out, or Darius <laughs> came out with his with his thing, we would be like, "Oh, it's Hootie," you know. And my dad was like loving it because he's a big fan. I mean, Hootie. I mean, what is his real name? I forgot until yeah. you said it. Darius Rocker. Wow, we've had a really in-depth conversation about Hootie. I'm sorry if you guys don't like Hootie and the Blowfish. But those um, are like interesting things. It's like you, you Hootie listen and the Blowfish. Them. Like fun fact, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like Alice Cooper, that originally was the name of the band. So he was not Alice Cooper. Mm, so really? now, yeah. So he like embodied that. So now he's Alice Cooper. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, I thought that was actually his name. No, nope. it is now. It is now. But when they first started, yeah, like what's Alice, his name? Like like John Alice Brown. Is not yeah, a, a, a traditional name for a man. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's not. But a lot of men have you know what names that could be either Les- same, Leslie. Yeah. Same for women. Dylan. Dylan. That's a woman's name. Um, Lindsay. Wow. Danielle. Oh yeah, I only know from, one Lindsay, but I don't want to talk Lindsay about Lindsay in um, <laughs> Lindsay Buckingham. Buckingham from, from oh, I like that one better than yeah, the other one. Right, right. No, I, was, oh, yeah. I don't the, know any other the Lindsay. That's, from South Carolina. We would not, we would not reference. I was literally thinking of other rock band. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I thought that was his name. No, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't gonna, you know, deny. There you go, boom. Oh, Wikipedia. Dropping some knowledge on y'all. Wow, I'm gonna ask you real quick. So, what like, what else do we want to talk about? We good? I don't know. We got a lot of events coming up. We do. We do. We've actually done a lot of events recently. We oh, have a yeah. lot coming up. Yeah. Um, no, let's, uh, we just did. Danielle and I just. Uh, that was your first tag team to first bourbon and bourbon and boards, which yeah. is super cool. And we did it at uh, at Mesa, which is an awesome place in uh, in New Albany. You guys had microphones. You looked like uh, like Britney Spears in concert or something. I like felt that. like Ron Popeil. <laughs> 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 like, like I was an infomercial guy. Yeah. Just like let's go and check on it now. <laughs> I've cooked this turkey in 15 minutes. We, he, mic'd, he mic'd us up, and not only could I not remember, after he gave me a tutorial, like five seconds later, I completely forgot. Like Dylan had to physically put my mic on, and the people in the audience were like, are you good? Do you need help? And I'm like, I guess I can figure it out. I don't know. It was it was crazy, but we had mics. We were mic'd up. It was Mesa, um, Collaborative Kitchen in New Albany is an amazing space. Yep. So that was awesome. Um, lots of space to like prep, and you've got like the. I mean, they bring chefs in, they bring um, yeah. mixologists in. You yeah. can do a paired dinner, you can do a how to, like how to make sushi. It's an amazing spot. Tapas anyway, and trivia is another thing trivia. they do. Like, I mean, all kinds yeah. of stuff. They were, the dude was selling us after mm-hmm. the fact, and I truly want to go. Anyway, we had a lot of fun. That was our third bur- bourbon and boards event um, through Level Up. And I think our next one is on August 26th, and I could be wrong. I think that's like a Monday. Um, we have so much fun at these events. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, it is fun. And um, Danielle kept exciting. saying, cut, when she was talking about our charcuterie board, she kept saying, cut the cheese. So she just kept talking about how she had to, like, sometimes you got to reach around and cut the cheese. And there <laughs> were, like, three men that were there with their wives. 
And like I just made eye contact with every one of them <laughs> as we laughed like children. Yeah. Yeah. Until I finally had to be like, Danielle, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> you say you cut the cheese. I know. Well, I, I did say it quite a lot, but <laughs> legitimately cut the Danielle's cheese. Danielle's not above fart jokes anyway. Well, Dylan knows that because I continued on with a separate <laughs> fart joke after that. Either way, it's fun. We have a great time. You guys should join us for the next one. I think that we're figuring out fall programming. Um, so, yeah, come. We, we, we make a... a cheese and charcuterie board which everyone gets to snack on and then one of the guys will take you through a bourbon tasting and kind of how to host your own mm-hmm. so essentially we're we're setting you up to host a really badass party the next time that you have people over we've done that we've been super busy um tis the season lots of walking tours lots of private events um we've got some really fun stuff coming up um and bullseyes and bourbon is this weekend yeah um we've only got six spots left for that um, and that is one of the most fun events. A lot of times we don't get to bring a lot of random strangers together. And this is one of those times where people actually want to come. And who wouldn't want to throw axes and then drink a bunch of If bourbon? you come to Bullseyes and Bourbon Uh-oh. and mention that you heard about this on the podcast, I will buy you a beer at Flying Axes. Oh, wow. That is a deal you won't want to miss, guys. That's good. Flying Axes, one of our favorite partners so we we're gonna go to flying axes you're gonna get an hour of axe throwing and then you get a couple tastings with us it's a lot of fun good way to spend two or three hours on your saturday afternoon yeah. um what else do we have we have some generally for and we have other things we but have like, a lot of stuff in the pipeline mm-hmm. um that would that we're finalizing right now but man what fun it is to just go to work and drink bourbon and talk to people you've made like a couple of references that have sounded weirdly like christmasy over the past like 30 seconds you said tis the season and then you said what, what, fun, t- what fun it is <laughs> wow well jingle bells jingle all the way <laughs> Christmas in July yeah it's almost, so. it's, it's almost wow I mean it's it, right we're almost oh, we're, there truly yeah. uh, and, and just two short days guys it's gonna be Christmas in July um, it's Christmas in July Eve Eve and Danielle is the has the yuletide and spirit. I've got the spirit wow I did not mean to say any of those I did not do that on purpose but I must have like Christmas on the brain just feel it I will say that I have fall on the brain because the temperature has um, the dog come down, days of summer <laughs> has come down to a you know a, a very cool 84 instead of you know 107 mm-hmm. or whatever we had and so I'm just I, I know that a lot of people are not with me on this but I'm you know I'm, I'm ready for fall ready summer for is, summer is fine I'm ready for pumpkins and pumpkins I'm ready for the whole thing I'm ready for the the two days of fall weather that we might be lucky enough to get and and just all of the all of the traditional fall stuff in general yeah. so. oh one thing we should t- definitely plug before we wrap up is if you want to come see us and you don't want to come on one of our tours which you should you can see us at bourbon on the banks oh yeah. yes well, we're so gonna have a booth there we're gonna have a booth there we're just slinging some bourbon uh flights and just generally uh enjoying the uh fun and fellowship of everyone who <laughs> attends so bourbon on the banks is uh the newest bourbon festival which is correct me dylan if i'm wrong you're looking at the calendar yep. now august 23rd 24th 25th yep. yeah so um, we'll be there on the 24th. 24th. We will be um, with a booth and um, more information to come. But um, our we have some really great friends who have uh, kind of looped us into this event, and we're really excited about it. It's in Frankfurt. Um, so it's Frankfurt's first bourbon festival. Um, so hit up the state capitol that weekend and uh, check us out. It's going to be that, a lot of fun. Was that bourbononthebanks.org? BourbonOnTheBanks.org. You can check out all the information and get some tickets there. BourbonOnTheBanks.com yeah. is a, an adult site. Yeah, don't go to that one. 
What now? Nothing. <laughs> I was like, really? Strike that from the record. Bourbon of wow. the Big Style Word. So you got to like, do so. They wow. get... I was gonna say they should have changed the thing. This is a joke. Uh, yeah. I know I, I get it now, but I uh, okay. Anyway, so. Yeah, guys. So with all that being said, there's a ton of stuff going on right now. We'd love to have you on a tour, even before it gets uh, it gets nice in fall. We will take right. you out. If you get the vapors while you're out, we will make sure that we'll give you some nice, cool, cold water Absolutely. to cool you off while you're sipping some bourbon with us. So we take um, we'll take a, take you out in the blazing heat and freezing cold. Um, we I mean we don't care. We don't care. But uh, no, yeah, we want to go on tour with you. So check us out uh, at sourmashtours.com. Also, all of our social media at sourmashtours. Um, give us a call. Come and hang out with us. Right? Yes. Yeah. Do it. All right, guys. So until next time. Cheers. 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 Oh